0: Hey folks, welcome into the Irish Steelers podcast, the podcast for Pittsburgh Steelers fans across the island of Ireland. Michael McQuitt, Jimmy English, Dave McKee. As we are starting to go into week 14 of the NFL season, getting, getting into the, the final few weeks of the regular season with the Steelers still in the hunt, albeit coming off, um, I guess it can really, really be described as a, as a disappointing defeat to the Arsenal Cardinals in week 13, 24 and you join us during this week. For a quick one, a quick Thursday night game against the Patriots. But before we talk about any of that, Jimmy, first off, uh, as we say, Kajem Atatu, how you doing? You good? Uh, Tom McGraheen took me haul. August Yeah, you caught me off guard there with, with the guelga,
1: but luckily I still have Kupola Koop, Fuckel after my primary education. No, I'm good, Mick. Uh, like you say, disappoint, <laughs> disappointing results, uh, disappointing outcome against the Cardinals on Sunday. I was sitting there with my head in my hands for a large part of that game, but you know we soldier on. A short week, uh, we have a struggling Patriots team coming into town into Acre Shore Stadium, and um, so hopefully we can bounce back uh, with what's left of our team at this stage, uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully get get back
0: on track towards the towards the playoffs. Yeah, man, injuries galore, and just obviously losing, which we'll talk about in a couple of couple of minutes. Uh, first off, Dave good to see you man i was we were saying off camera you look a bit like mitchell trubisky so this is a big week for you man it's a big week for me and it's a big de- big week for
2: uh for mitchell as well i'm surprised i'm getting the call back to do the podcast after that atrocious bold prediction i did last week um it's not it's not working out too good i mean my, my bold prediction for kenny to win the mvp was shattered after one week and now this poll prediction's shattered as well so um It's good, obviously, to be back on, but at the same time, obviously, it wasn't an enjoyable watching Sunday. But as Jimmy said, hopefully, we can come back with a win, Mike, and uh, I'm hopefully confident we are able to do that. And hopefully, my lookalike Mitchell Drabisky, can can get us there.
0: Thursday night football, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Obviously, we we've got to jump on this game from last week. You know, going into the game, seven and four in the season. A lot of like, and let's be clear here. I'm the forever prudent optimist, looking three weeks ahead, thinking nine and four. And I guess, just, just first off, Jimmy, look, I mean, there's no point in shying away from it. It was a disappointing performance. There is no yeah. way that we can sit here and say like, no Steelers fan can be happy with the result of performance because everybody obviously strives for excellence. The standard is the standard, of course, yada, yada, yada. But it's it's true because you expect this team to go out and beat, a, beat an Arizona Cardinals team that going into this week. Was what uh, two and ten in the season? They now improved to three and ten. The Steelers fall seven to seven and five. Many different things during the game just couldn't get it going. Obviously, that weather delay did mm. not help at all. I hope hope uh, any Irish fans, especially that were over in Pittsburgh for that game, were safe in the stadium and and took cover. And obviously, a long game as well. But even with the stoppages, Jimmy, even with the on and off starts, obviously Kelly going off. We hope he's okay. I know it's. TBC in terms of his future availability throughout, throughout the rest of the season as, as we record but it just wasn't our day
1: No, I, I think I think everything went wrong in that game that could have possibly went wrong, went wrong uh, and I think in many ways it was a classic trap game and I, I had a bad feeling about it beforehand the, the Steelers historically have um, a bad habit of playing down to lesser teams, playing down to, to struggling teams levels there the, the initial drive was promising. You know, there was a couple of big connections downfield from Kenny to to, to Pickens. Uh, obviously, that drive stalled out and we've had to settle for the field goal. But aside from that, I don't think there was any bright spark in that game or any kind of redeeming passage of play. Bar maybe Deontay Johnson's touchdown in, you know, in, in, in what effectively was garbage time when the game was beyond saving. So, and then to add, you know, insult to injury as well, we lost our starting quarterback it's still unsure whether he's going to be able to come back and finish out the season or at this stage whether he they should even try and get him back to finish the season um obviously our you know our already depleted inside linebacker core was even further hampered by the loss of a Landon Roberts um and then Minka Fitzpatrick broke his hand on a, on, a, on a pass defense so all of our key players or what was left of them ended up injured so i, I think just overall it was it was a bad day for the steelers um it it was hard to watch And it was especially hard to watch because it was such a poor team coming into that game that we, you know, like I said, we played down till we played down to their level. We never really elevated above that. So, yeah, like I'm disappointed and and hopefully we can do something against the Patriots on the short week.
0: Yeah, short short week coming up with a game on Thursday Night Football. can't wait to stay up for that one. I'm I'm standing up. I (laughs) I, like... It's funny because we we and we'll talk about this down the stretch. But I've this I've had this conversation with a few people, both on screen with you boys now and generally. I can't wait. Here we go. Bring it on. Um, looking back again, though, Dave. Look, Jimmy said it there. It was it was disappointing. Kicking the teeth. Um, to lose Kenny now, he's had that. I think he's had like surgery to accelerate his recovery. Whenever it happened at Pitt, he was out for four weeks. Um, before we look ahead, just sort of your thoughts on the game because it just seemed to be one of those days where Nachlan just went right. It, and you sort of knew it from the start. It was tight around the start, and then once it got away, it got away. And look, props to the Cardinals for for gaining the advantage in that game and getting the win. But obviously, we're obviously disappointed. With.
2: Just as you said, like obviously, overall, just really disappointing. Let's just say it how it is. Um, struggle to get any sort of rhythm going with the weather delays, of course. You know, it doesn't help, but it's not an excuse. You know, um, Mason Cole you know not not to single any individuals out but completely off kilter all day i think it was three bad snaps counted all on third down one of them was the player where kenny got injured you know high snap forces kenny to make a decision under pressure of the goal line where the the room's limited anyway so his cost is massively there but at the same time you, you can't just sort of blame one person you know the entire team in general just came off flat you know when we had mitch in um and I get it, you know, it's extremely hard to get any rhythm going when you're you're getting taken into the locker room every 10 minutes because of delays. But at the end of the day, the Cardinals were able to adapt, and we simply weren't. I mean, Tyler Murray, uh, 145 yards, one touchdown. Didn't have to be special, just had to be serviceable. And he was. And and Trey McBride obviously was a handful. But at the same time, the, the axe stealer, James Conner, was probably the standout performer. Uh, he proved an absolute handful all day. Um, I just wish he had probably saved it for another week. So, yeah, no, obviously, overall, very disappointing. But at the same time, the season's not over. Um, we now have to come back against the Patriots, and we have to now win that game. doesn't matter who's in a quarterback. We've seen how bad they were last week. You know, not a single red zone snap, you know, against the Chargers' defense. You know, we may be very good on paper, but they give up yards left, right and center. So, um, if they can hold them to that, then so should we, and absolutely no excuses. So, I'm just hoping, obviously, I'll be staying up for the game on, on Thursday night, expecting a low-scoring one, but... um Obviously, no excuses in, in coming out with a win in that game. Despite the injuries, obviously not ideal, but you know, we, we should be coming out with a win.
0: Top of that in just a little second. Um just before we do, and just before we hear from Coach Tomlin, Jimmy, Dave mentioned it there, like the season's not over. This is the seven win football team with you know a few weeks left on the season. A serious opportunity now this week. And also going into a game next Saturday night to try and rewrite the wrongs of this week. Teams lose. We've seen teams, even the Chiefs, for example, losing in Green Bay on Sunday night, and not getting there. It just depends. Jimmy, the season's not over. This team has won a lot of games this year, and obviously comes into a crucial period now over the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's there's still a lot of football left, and we we have we have you know. I'm always the eternal optimist, Mick, and I, I always try and see the bright side from things, um, and you know. Maybe I was a bit harsher there There were some bright spots. I mean, Kenny's now connecting deep with his receiver, something that he really kind of struggled to do early on in the season. One thing that I kind of questioned after seeing James Connor go up and over the O line for a score late in the game is how come Nancy didn't do something similar on that um that Fort and gold, the short yardage situation. That's something that was kind of I mean they're they're similar running backs in their approach to, to the game. But yeah, like you're 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 dead right. There is a lot of football left. We still have, like you say, we're still in the hunt and we have an opportunity now to bounce back against the Patriots, who are they, they really they probably are the worst team in the league bar the Cardinals. So you you'd be hopeful that we can we can rally the troops, uh, get behind Mitch Trubisky and um yeah, hopefully go ahead and put a, a good performance on on Thursday night.
0: Thursday night football coming up against the Patriots. Patriots really, really struggling this season. And this is a key opportunity for the Steelers to get ahead and get the eighth win of the season that they desperately, and we all desperately wanted to get. Before we talk about the game, let's hear from Coach Tomlin ahead of this game against the Patriots on Thursday night.
3: Good afternoon. Um, As always, I'll start with a quick review of our last performance. And unfortunately, uh, this morning the tape didn't look much different uh, than it did in stadium. Uh, yesterday, man, there were some areas uh, where we failed miserably, quite honestly, um, and it produced the outcome. Um, on the offensive side, some pre-snap penalties and procedural things really kind of hurt our efforts. We had two poor snaps. One was a turnover. Another one uh, was on a possession down early on that cost us a possession. Um, and oftentimes, I say routine things routinely. It doesn't lessen the importance of routine things. Is if anything, it's the exact opposite, Man, there, there needs to be extreme urgency around the routine things so that they are routine. Um, and they weren't in that instance, and they cost us, and cost us in a big way. We had three pre-snap penalties um, that hurt our efforts, um, and that's just unacceptable, particularly at this juncture. And so we're gonna turn the stones over in terms of the people and the things that we're asking them to do to make sure that gets to zero and zero quickly. Penalties and things are a component of the game, particularly in play. Um, but pre-snap things are are things that you have complete control over. Pre-snap, post-play um, are examples of things that we expect uh, to be at zero. Um, I thought it was significant, um, obviously, when we um, didn't win the fourth and one in the red area. Um, oftentimes, that is our posture, particularly in the first half of football games. Um, we need to get seven. Uh, No question Um, Don't second-guess that there Um, But the combination of that failure and the subsequent drive by them uh, really made it um, Really made it a challenge for us Um, Oftentimes we 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 are aggressive in those moments because we realize the field positioning component of play Um, And the defense's ability to oftentimes back up our offense in those moments and put us right back in the short field uh, but that didn't didn't occur. Uh, let's talk about why that didn't occur. Um, we gave up, I think, three or four possession downs in that sequence, oftentimes kind of in the interior portions of the field. Um, we had a Landon Roberts go down in the first half of that game. Um, we had some adjustments planned to cover at the half. Obviously, that sequence occurred prior to the half and. We weren't as in sync from an adjustment standpoint as we would like. Kenny has a high ankle sprain. Uh, he had it surgically repaired this morning in an effort uh, to accelerate the healing process. Um, don't have a lot of information on the status of that yet. Uh, just rest assured uh, that he is out this week. Um, Isaac can be described as questionable. He's got a shoulder. Um, he landed with his growing. Um, could definitively be described as questionable. James Pierre uh, worked all last week with a shoulder, was able to go in-game, but is feeling the effects of that. He could be described as questionable um, from an availability standpoint as well. Um, Got very little concern about Mon Adams' availability. Um, It was questionable a week ago. Um, I don't think it's uh, questionable moving forward. And so we'll, we'll, we'll have Mon on Thursday night um, in our defensive front. Now on to New England, um, been watching a lot of their tape. I'll start first with the defensive side of the ball, man. They're, um, they're doing an awesome job keeping scores down. Um, when you look at them, I think you just look first and foremost at this safety tandem, uh, Duggar and Peppers. Um, they do a lot. They do a lot schematically. Um, both guys are capable of playing in deep defense and do. Both guys are capable of playing at the linebacker level and functioning uh, on the second level of defense and are very capable tacklers, good at shedding blocks, big blockers, offensive linemen. They're not foreign to playing in the trenches. Uh, both guys are really capable blitzers. Um, they get opportunities to do that in all phases, phases of the game, first, second, and third down. Um, they get in their sub package, Ball and they bring in, um, excuse me, Mills and others, and boy, that really allows uh, Peppers and Duggar to get down and and do things on and around the line of scrimmage and really highlight that versatility. Um, If we're talking about moving the ball and moving the ball with fluidity against these guys, man, we better locate those two, understand uh, the structure in which they play in, um, in in the various packages and how they – move those guys around to highlight uh, their skill set. Up front, um, they got a veteran group, uh, Guy, Wise, Barrymore, um, Davin, man, they've been together now for a number of years, and I think that's a component of why they've been able to really keep scores down, man. They, they're very stout against the run. Uh, they're where they're supposed to be. Um, they're very good technically in terms of hand usage and, and gap control and gap elimination. Um, they give up very few explosion plays via the run.
0: That was Coach Tomlin giving his thoughts ahead of
3: a quick week, boys.
0: Quick week, Thursday night football. The Steelers playing the Patriots. In look, every game now is key. Every game is important when you got a primetime game, Jimmy, and when it's in Pittsburgh at home against the Pittsburgh against the New England Patriots team. Sorry, that's two and ten in the season. I've seen them in the, in the flash myself. They are not pretty to watch this year at all. This seems now like a huge chance, a huge moment for this team to to, to rewrite the wrongs of last week and get the eighth win of the season. You don't want to go out and say to any team is a, a must-win game. This is a must win game. This is a must win game. And it's not even because of the situation that the Sealers are in. The opposition they're playing. What a perfect time to face them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean the Patriots are really struggling um on all fronts this season, particularly a quarterback and they, they keep flip-flopping between Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. So I think we have to take advantage of those struggles on offense, and um, even with a, a relatively depleted defense that we have left. Um, I just look I think it's such an opportunity to go out and, and prove everyone wrong. I mean, like you said, Coach Tom took he was saying he said there today that the tape does the tape doesn't look any better today than it did after the game. Um Slug, so, we we need to put that one behind us. I mean, there there have been several performances this year that we have to put behind us and and prepare mentally for the for the you know the next game up. But like it's it definitely is a must win situation, particularly when you look at the rest of the games. Even be, um, after the Patriots, you know, we have the Colts who have who had a, a really good game against the Titans. We have the Seahawks who are, who are doing pretty well in the NFC West as well, and then we have the Ravens and the the Bengals. So they're not they're not going to be easy easy matchups and. Despite the Patriots struggling to score any points against the Chargers last weekend, I don't think we should we should take any game for granted now at this stage. And if we do want to get into the postseason this year, which I'm sure we all do, um, it, it is a must-win situation. We just have to put our best our best foot our best foot forward and go out and do what we can with what we have.
0: And uh, do you have second or third week uh, without Matt Canada, as the OC? And, and Jimmy mentioned there previously in regards to how Kenny is showing progress in terms of his deep balls, and, and they are they look more active in the offence. We're not going to have Kenny Pickett on the field in Thursday. Nice, too short a week for a recovery in that sense. However, to see um, potentially Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky come in as a backup, he has experience in the league playing as a backup in Buffalo with Josh Allen, but more so he's been a starter. He's played in primetime games. If you can get the connection on both the run game and the pass game quickly, this is a game where I've seen the Patriots in person struggle. They really struggle uh, against deep balls, deep passes. I I think there's such an opportunity here, man. Honest to God,
2: you're spot on, Michael. And um, like Mitchell Trubisky, yeah, of course you mentioned there about his time. That you know we backed up Josh Allen for a couple of years, but we've forgotten this guy's led the Chicago Bears, and they've managed to lead end of the playoffs. So he's got, you know, he's got a lot of ability. You know, he's not, he's not, you know, inexperienced. He's got the experience there, and. I have absolutely every belief that he can come on and come in and no matter how many weeks it's for, just hold the fort down and, and pick up a lot of wins. Um like we've we've got a shot to make things better and, and put ourselves back in the loop. Um we've we've got Mitch coming in, you know, he'll be more prepared to play. Although it's the Patriots, you know, they're arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL, just like Jimmy said, in my opinion, they are probably the worst. You know, they've still got a good defense. You know, their eighth overall defense, if you look at it, and that's probably Bill Belichick's you know, forte. It's just the offensive side of the ball. Um, they can't get anything going, as we mentioned a bit last week. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappe, it really shouldn't matter. I expect our defence to be able to neutralize them, them quite easily. One obviously massive miss for them is, is Ramondes, Ramondre Stevenson. You know, he's out with um I think it's with a high ankle sprain as well. Seems to be the the sort of the genuine injury going around the NFL this season. So um he's a massive miss for them. And I'll say if we can capitalize on you know, their, their lethargic offense and, you know, very little of a run game now. So I know Ramondre Stevenson, he's out for a couple of games, um, with a high ankle sprain, probably the 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 most common injury in the NFL right now. So yet again, if we can capitalize on, on their offensive lethargicness, I have absolutely no doubt that we can win this. And um yeah, obviously with Mitchell Trubisky, it's it's just another guy up and we've got to win.
1: We've seen I think PHA... this is gonna be um sorry, just just to jump in there and add to what Dave said, I think this is gonna be I think with the way the locker room is now with the Steelers with all these injuries and the possible mental toll that it's going to take on players, I think the Steelers are going to have to lean uh, on their captains. Uh, I think the captains are going to have to really lead now. You know, the the, the veterans in the locker room, Cam Hayward, as he does, is going to have to step up. And TJ Watt, despite getting nicked at the weekend, is going to have to step up big time. And I think, you know, I think Minka, we all know Minka, he's one of the best, toughest players in the league. I, I personally think that the fact that we are still in the hunt for the playoffs, he will play through that broken hand. Um, But I just think a, a, a big collective effort is going to be needed from the senior players in, in the locker room now to to get us through the next couple of weeks with the struggles that we've been having.
0: I look back to games for uh, Mitchell Trubisky, like He had a game against Tampa Bay in 2018 whenever they were struggling. He had six touchdowns on the day, 354 passing yards, and I think to myself... This is it. Um, as you said, Jimmy, the Steelers' defence is the sixth highest scoring defence in the league. And Dave, if you see Mac Jones and you see the lack of confidence he has, never mind the fact, you know, Bailey Zappi's there as well now, I would not want to be a quarterback in a New England Patriots uniform on Thursday night standing on that defence. And it's up to us to turn it over in the ball and get it going.
2: Exactly. You know, the the defence is, just as like Jimmy said, we've, we're pretty banged up. I think I read somewhere like earlier on, despite... Minka's injury, he's expected to play, which is crazy to think of. You know, if you have a broken hand on a Sunday, you're ready to play for the on the Thursday. Um but as you say, it's it's not an easy place to play in New England right now. There's a lot of talk about Belichick's future. Bill O'Brien isn't the same offensive coordinator. I don't really know what's happened to him. I think it's maybe just because of, you know, the, the time off he's had. But at the same time, it's it's, it's not an easy place to play in. in Pittsburgh. And the last time you want to come down, the last place you want to play in is probably Pittsburgh against that defence and um I'm just hoping that they do show up as per usual and I, I have no idea or I, I just think they have no chance if, if we even play our half half strength and our offense is sort of like playing up to the potential they have and I just don't see how we don't win the game so I just agree with everything you have said there I just I don't I don't see how they can sort of they can turn the switch against us on, on a Thursday night where even in prime time we're very good in prime time as well so it's it's
0: it's it's expecting us to win and I hope we do Jimmy just before we get our game picks, and I'll ask Davis as well. For you coming into week fourteen now, seven wins in the season up there in terms of the AFC conference standings. How many wins do you think the Steelers need to make the postseason? For me, I think we're looking at 10, 11.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree. Um, you know, I think at a seventeen, I think ten or eleven, even maybe twelve, just to kind of fend off the what to, to fend off a potential surge from the uh, from the Browns at the end of the season. I mean. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but Joe Flacco is reeling back the years in a Browns uniform. He was looking great against the Rams, despite the loss. Um, so maybe he's having a little bit of a career resurgence in Cleveland at the, the ripe old age of 38 years old. So I think, I mean, I think it, it, it harks back to what we were discussing earlier on. I don't think we can afford to drop a game at this stage. Um, and if if we want to be, if you want to have any hope of making the playoff, I mean, you, you, obviously we saw the Chiefs getting handled by the Packers. Um it's just it, it's too hard to, too hard to say. So I think yeah, if we can go 12 and 5, 11 and 6, I think that's what it's gonna take to for us to have a chance of making the playoffs this year.
0: Do you agree, Dave, or do you think it could be even nine games, ten games, depending on how the last few weeks go
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Um it's a it's a minimum out of the five games we've got left, it's a minimum three, and um, if, if then, I anything four. The only thing is obviously with with Trevor Lawrence's injury, we don't know how it's gonna shape up the FC South now. But obviously we've got the Colts. If we win that, then we, we set ourselves apart. You know, there are another team that's contention. But I agree. I think it's it's a minimum three, but a, a four. I think if with four wins, four out of five, which is going to be hard to do, I think we're in. But even three could do it. But uh, let's just hope, well, obviously, you know, the team just take it week by week. And if we do, then I've no doubt that will, that will be there at the end of the season.
0: Right. Game picks. I think we're all going to be on the same page this week. Uh, looking forward to maybe watching the game with you boys next Saturday night we'll see TBC on that could be a live podcast after who knows but this week Thursday night first off just on that and we'll talk about that next week good to get good to get the team a bit of a break a week and a bit after to get for next Saturday night as well and so good to see that but this Thursday night I'm taking the Steelers defense to shut the Patriots out and win 17 zip or four yeah okay 17 zip I don't think the Patriots score a point um, and that means I've hopefully not jinxed the team now. But after watching that Chargers game, which we haven't even talked about really, you know, they were just so poor. And I think a Cedars defense, a South Cedars defense, showing people on national television, you know, exactly what this team's about, I think gets the job done. And I think New England struggle. Jimmy, what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think obviously with the, the inside linebacking core being as banged up and as stretched as it is, we're gonna to have to rely on our defensive front to to get in the backfield to hassle whoever starts under center for the Patriots, uh, whoever starts at running back. So I think that's gonna be the key. Um I cannot in in any good conscience pick the Patriots to win this game. I just I can't do it. Even even what after what happened last Sunday, I don't think there's any way in hell that the Patriots come close to winning this one. I think the Steelers are gonna I think the Steelers are gonna be annoyed at themselves after the way they played on Sunday. I think they're going to come out and have a great game. And I'm going
0: Steelers 21-3. A solitary three points. I like it. Dave, round this up, man.
2: Yeah, no, no surprise. I'm going with a Steelers win as well. Um, I'm going to give them three points as well. Although, yeah, it's it's just one of those where I can't see how they're going to score more than three points. You know, if they can't even put a point up against the Chargers, how are they going to do it against our defense? So, I'm going for 16-3 Steelers. It's a bit of a, of a score gummy. I don't know. Maybe it is. Probably not. But um, I'm, I'm going 16-3. And as just Jimmy said, you know, us in primetime, it's an automated lock. So, again, if we do somehow manage to give them more than than the three, I'm every confidence that the offense will bounce back and put up more. So, yeah, 16-3. And as I normally say, bring that to the bank if you want.
0: <laughs> um, looking forward to talking with you, boys. Uh, probably... Start of next week, Monday, Tuesday for our next podcast. Folks, if you do have any questions, use the hashtag Steelers Ireland. Connect with us on X and on Instagram and let us know. Uh, Jeff Reimbold from Sky Sports NFL is going to come on next week and chat to us also Uh, looking ahead to this Colts game. The game is on Sky Sports NFL as well uh, next weekend. So excited for that there. You can watch the game this weekend or this Thursday night on Sky Sports and also on NFL Game Pass The Zone and listen to it Wolfie and the crew, we're gonna to have to get him on again soon, boys, on uh, OCB Radio in Ireland, across the island of Ireland. So, um, yeah. So, any last words, boys? I'm. I actually feel a lot more confident after this chat. I feel like we've been to therapy for half an hour. I hope like everybody else in the podcast feels the same.
1: You know, I mean, like, Mitch Trubisky mightn't exactly be. Starting NFL quarterback caliber, but he does. We forget he has a relationship with these receivers. He has played in this system before he was. Our, he was our starting quarterback at one point. And we saw the connection with Deontay Johnson on the on the, the scoring drive late in the game. Um let's just hope he can. He's had a week, like he's going to have a couple of days worth of practice to, to refresh that connection with them. And uh, look, as, as much as it pains me, let's try and get behind Mitchell Trubisky for a couple of weeks until until Kenny gets healthy again, and hopefully, hopefully we can make the playoffs for Kenny and the guys to get back healthy.
0: Yes, sir, absolutely. I can see Dave nodding enthusiastically as well. Uh, look, we will be back next week, folks. Do keep in touch with us and do check out the social channels over the weekend. But nice little early Thursday game. Hopefully, the guys get a few days off after a win uh, for Michael, for Jimmy, for Dave. This has been the Irish Shooters podcast, and we'll chat to you soon. Next week. It's long and fun.